the south end of the area they're about to walk into is like super important. You should actually say that into the mic so he can hear it. <laughs> Notes for later, I think. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's this. Hey, uh, in case you're ma audio mixing this later, Gabe. I just want to let you know <laughs> the sound effect you should use is the spinning thing. The cork. <laughs> This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. And on the last episode of Quid Pro Roll, you all found the hatchery inside the Temple of the Brass Dragons. You're looking inside of it now. Uh, to your backs is another door. Behind us? Yes. So you guys were going down a hallway. There was a door to your, there was an archway to your left and a door to your right. There was a door to your left and a door to your right. Oh. The door to your left, you opened. Hatchery. And that's where the hatchery is with all of the shattered eggs. Um, the door to your right, you have yet to open. Is there anything else to find in this room? There are the burners, <laughs> the nests, and the shattered eggshells. Uh, could it, you tell me everything I could possibly find in this room so I don't have to search myself? And that's all you can see at first glance. Can I investigate this room to see, do these things look like they're smashed violently or did they hatch? Just generally look around too. That's going to be a 11. You can tell that they are broken. You cannot tell if it was from an internal or external force. Okay. So either they were smashed or they weren't. Well, I have I have a significantly more important question. <laughs> if these are eggs and we're in a temple of brass dragons, could they be dragon eggshells? And wouldn't those be highly valuable? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. What what can I roll? What what can you roll to decide if dragon eggshells are valuable or if they're or if they're are you trying to roll if they're dragon eggshells or if dragon eggshells are valuable? Let's let's start with dragon eggshells because I think Solinar would have assumptions. Yeah, about no, that. yes. That'd so, either be Arcana or Nature. We'll do Nature. Is that higher? I don't know. <laughs> they're the same. Eleven. Uh, you think that there's some kind of dragon egg? But you can't tell if they're like wyvern egg or silver dragon egg or black dragon egg. There's just there there was something scaly and draconic that hatched from them. Are they are they perhaps a color? The eggs are the eggs are white. They're they're oh, egg colored. Okay. Did did you uh, express Drag. your feelings about that? You're not sure what kind of eggs they are. He's just looking at him suspiciously. I think Solonar has a plan to, if they are valuable, sell them. He's probably not trying to kiss so, them. Uh, Solonar is going to start shoveling eggshell fragments into his pack, being like, look, guys, if these are brass dragon eggs, can you imagine how much they'd sell for on the open market, even just fragments of them? I just rolled a natural 20 for Arcana. Arcana? Yeah. You're able to tell that they're the shells of brass dragon eggs. Okay, cool. What, uh, Eek, if you know that these are brass dragon eggs, how could you possibly tell? What are the, the telltale signs that would differentiate this from a chicken egg for someone like me who has no idea? Well, first, they're much bigger than a chicken egg. Oh. Um, second, 
if you tap him with a, a mallet. Do you have a mallet on oh, you? Oh, yes, right here. Um, oh, okay, so, there. yeah, thank you. So it's if small. you give him a nice tap just like this. Uh-huh. Oh. You hear that nice metallic wow. ring? Yeah. I mean, that's one of the main giveaways. Oh, that's so unpleasant. Yeah. And the second thing is, or third thing, rather, is... um. Unlike chicken eggs, dragons come from these. <laughs> all right, okay. Hold on, hold on, give me a minute. I think we should all get like a plus one to dragon egg identification no, after this. No, no, you know what though? You know what, Chapman, give me your character sheet. Oh. Give me your character sheet. You're getting a plaid cat. Don't forget who brought you, who, who helped you get there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I was set up for that joke, so I do think that... Um, Plaid no, cat for Chapman. One. <laughs> uh, no, it's good. We'll, we'll get there. So I'm, I'm glad I now know a lot more about um, egg identification. What's in You're this room right here? Expert. I'm an expert. What's this room? So the door to your backs opens easily. <laughs> we never opened that door. Does it just? He open said, back? "What's yeah. in this door?" Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about the hatch room still. No, no. Oh, okay. Well, is it a kitchen? Because I mean, that's really what I'm looking for. <laughs> It's not a kitchen. It opens to what appears to be a somewhat empty room. What are all of your passive perceptions? No. 10, <laughs> 12, 9. Um, I think no, in German. 10, no, 12. It, look, it sure does look like a normal room. Look at this normal room. Do there it. must be something of value in here. It seems too ordinary. I, I walk to the middle of it. All right. So you walk to the middle of it. You see that there is a door to the south wall in the center. Do I see any pots not or in, kettles in this room? Not in this room, now. Solonar's going to scope out the floor for floor traps since the last normal room we walked into was just, like, littered with fire traps. Uh, fantastic. So you all walk into the room. I'm, I'm, I'm asking, did you all walk into the room? I mean, I agree you walked the into the room. I mean, cool. I have to to investigate the floor. Yeah, come yes, join me. you did. Um, and as you investigate the floor, the doors close and metal bars cover them. Did someone step on something I didn't find again? Uh, what did you roll for traps? 19. 19. Uh, the entire floor was rigged as a pressure plate. Uh, well, Gravyboat turns around to the bars and tries to, like, bend them. Oh, yeah. Roll. This is just great. As you begin to as you begin to wrestle with the bars, oh, a hatch you're... in the ceiling opens. Uh-huh. And sand begins pouring in. Oh lord. Yeah, I rolled it. I rolled it. Oh, gosh, darn it. I hate this place. This <laughs> <laughs> the me, worst. I hate sand. It gets in everything. Let me see if I can help you with those, Bowie. What'd you roll to bend the bars? A 5 plus my 5 strength modifier. So a 10? Yeah. The the bars make a creaking metallic sound, but they don't seem to give. Let me see if I can help you out with that, buddy. I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm having trouble getting a grip here. I rolled a two. It's all the sand. All right. Uh, at this point, the sand is up to your uh, the middle of you guys's calves. That's so, really fast sand. Is, oh. is it coming from like one hole in the ceiling or multiple? Multiple. Okay. So on the other, so there's another way out of this room than the one we oh, went in. Right? Wait, I've got a cork. Let me take this cork out. I can put it in where the sand's coming. I the... almost got it. Don't worry. I'm... Good plan. Sound guys, please have mercy on Are me. You trying to pull the yeah the cork out of your bottle of water? <laughs> yeah, could you help me out? <laughs> Wet sand can't... will be worse. <laughs> oh. Um, 
So uh, the other there's another exit to this room, right? Yes, but bars came over that door. The what same. is beyond that door? Can I see anything? Door. The the door is closed, and there are bars over it. Debating okay. whether or not to compel uh, this sand into a duel that will at least save you all. Um. Well, either way, um, is there a window in that door? No. Okay. Are there any handholds um, on the walls? Uh, roll. That one. There sure are walls in this room. They're smooth like butter. Alita's kind of feeling around the walls mm-hmm. trying to find something. Yeah, can I roll perception on those walls too? Yeah, yeah. That's going to be a 16, I think. A 16? Yes. That is enough uh, to see on the ceiling that there seems to be a lever. Okay. The walls, however, there are no there are no grips or handholds. Can I press to digitate that lever? You sure can try. I'm going to try. As you uh, pull the lever down, the windows, the the things that are letting the sand in close, and the sand begins to drain out of the room through a vent in the floor. After the sand is completely emptied, the bars lift. Huh. (laughs) Well, I wonder where this door goes. (laughs) (laughs) All righty then. Uh, so you guys go to the door to the south, which opens to a winding corridor mm. that leads into a single locked door. Kitchen. <laughs> single locked door. Uh, Is there a window in this door? Hey, Solinar. Why don't you why don't you see if you can work your magic on this one? Oh, the door's locked. I mean, it looks like the door is single. Hey door. How you doing? How's your night going? I have the key to your heart. (laughs) The ten. The door is vaguely disgusted by you, and its lock doesn't give. Gravy boat wants to shoulder check the door. Roll. Not having a whole lot of whoa. I like that'll be a twenty-one. You barrel through the door. It. Flies off its hinges. I think we've learned a lot about how the party will approach things. <laughs> I uh, uh, I'd appreciate at least a little, like a moment for me to get out of the way next time. Yeah. Oh, you on top looks of at you in horror <laughs> for destroying a part of this holy temple. Did you did you yeah. ride the door as it flew across the room? <laughs> Radical. As the, as the dust, as like the door flies inward and it like clatters to the ground and everything settles, Gravy was just like. Knock, knock, open up the door. It's real. (laughs) (sighs) Small talk, meet wall talk. The air in this room stands still and somber. There are crypts along the walls. You see a door on the far end. Are there bloods on the other wall? (laughs) Go sit in the shame corner. <laughs> uh, I will stride across the room to the other door and just check and wait, see if it's locked or wait, not. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm going. It's too late. Right. I'm oh going. You rolled, uh, so you roll decks, you roll decks. All right. Whoever's higher. Six. Boat. 21. Yeah, boat boat dodges you pretty easily. Jeepers. You, you just rode the door. You kind of a little out of it. So you stride across the room to the other door, which is also locked. 
Uh, I go with him, and I'm just bowing to the uh, mm. different. Uh, oh, uh, good day. Good. Uh, hope you're sleeping well. Rest easy. Uh, good. Fa- good night. Fair dreams. Bo turns back to Solonar. He's like, "Hey, buddy, get up. Uh, time to t- you know, it ain't no time for a nap. This door's locked. I need you to give this one a try." Alita's <laughs> trying to put the door back on its hinges that boat destroyed. Boat's gonna look at some of the crypts too. Are they like open crypts? Or are they closed? Or? They're open. Okay, so I can like see people. Yes, like dead people. Uh, remember those brass dragon robes that yeah. you found in the in the shrine? Yeah, I'm all of them. them are wearing those. Oh, okay. look, Do they... we match. Are like... you still wearing your brass dragon robes? Oh, of course. Yeah. Why right. would I take them off? They're comfy and they fit very very well. I just want to go over to the like closest one to me and just poke around and see if I see anything in, of interest or value. Roll twice. One for wisdom okay. and one for investigation. That's an 18 for wisdom and a nat 20 for investigation. Oh. I'm glad that they invited me to this party. We all dressed alike. Didn't you get the memo? Within the crypt, you find a ceramic box and a brass dagger. My, my, my. All right, I take both of them mm-hmm. and then I take them to Alita. And I'm like, I found these. I'm wondering if you could. Tell me if they mean anything. Oh, unboxing video. Um, well, this dagger was used in a lot of ceremonial rituals, and the box is very nice, but I don't know if it has any magic or holy properties. Would uh, Would any of those dragon people in your pendant be offended if I opened it? I don't think so. All right, I'm going to open the box. Guys, uh, guys, within I'm... the box is a pair of <laughs> brass earrings. Mm. Oh, like what? Whoa! Like, are they like... Hoop earrings or like what are they're they? They're pretty elaborate earrings. Okay. Do they got like what's the what's are they elaborate in what way? They are sort of baroque in design Ooh. and they're centered with a topaz. Whoa! Mm. Hey, those match my robes. Mm-hmm. Can I wear them? Are your ears pierced? <laughs> of course. That's what the dagger's for. <laughs> <laughs> it was a kit. Yeah, it's the noble fashion. I just haven't been wearing Everybody my listening to this podcast, please don't try to pierce your ears with a knife. Go to a tattoo or piercing shop, yeah, please. Don't try, succeed. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Um, like, sure, buddy. I don't have any use for these. As long as the lead is cool with it, you can have them. I don't think they have any magical purpose. Oh, yeah, they do. Called look, looking magically good. <laughs> All right. So add the brass earrings to your... I'll keep the dagger, though. Okay, but you're not going to keep the box. Um... Now I think I might. (laughs) (laughs) Just asking. Wooden box. It's a ceramic ceramic box. Ceramic box. Guys, I am having the darndest time with locks. Like, everything was going so smoothly up to this point. Stand back, buddy. I got you you covered again. I got another seven. Yeah, you are not able to open that door, dear. Boat, uh, boat starts like moving his arms like a train, and he just starts running in place. Alita's going to like jolt door. forward and be like, "Solidar, get out of the way!" All right. Uh, this isn't going to be left. great because boat rolled a nine on that one. Oh, oh, you are going to charge forward like the juggernaut and hit the door with a cartoonish splat sound and just peel away from it and fall backwards like you were a Looney Tunes character. This one must be made of solid oak or something. I think it's ceramic. This is hand-carved mahogany. All right, maybe, hold on. Let me see. Let's try, let me try a different angle. Oh, that's so much better. That's a 23. Uh, the door is going to give at that lock. 
What's it giving? Chunk safe. sound, and then the door will open. Oh, safe passage, my favorite. Thank you, door. Honestly, the sound of a lock unlocking is the greatest gift I could receive right now. Except a lot of gold. Does anyone have a lot of gold they want to give me? No? All right, moving on. The door opens into what appears to be a long abandoned kitchen with shelves of bottles lining the walls. You hear a rhythmic sound. This is some weird architecture. <laughs> like you got a kitchen that opens right up into a crypt. That's it's just a, weird. It's a slow sort of rhythmic sound, almost like someone chopping something. Oh. Okay, but this do I see a pot or is a kettle? the rhythm. You don't see anything except for the shelves that, of bottles that line the walls and something that's moving on one of the counters by the oven. Can I roll I... perception on what this thing is? Yeah, you can you can check it out. I got a 7 for investigating the bottles. They are all unlabeled and filled with liquids of various colors. The bottles themselves are covered in uh, in dust. Hmm. So this is a 20 for perception, but not natural. You see a chef's knife and a cutting board. The chef's knife is moving up and down as if it was chopping vegetables, yet there is no one there. Do I see any vegetables in the room? No. I'm going to take one of those rats and... Uh, yeah, we got the rat, the rat, rat kind carcasses. Of put it on the chopping, the uh, chopping board, cutting board. With a really gross, crunching, wet sound, the knife is going to go through parts of the rat. Have fun hey, with that, Gabe. Hey, sound guy, if you, if you want to not put that one in, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to complain. I won't be sad. Just so you know. This is the rhythm that we used to make rats do. And if you ever so break down a brass door then we're gonna come after you <laughs> so what's your are you just gonna push it through like it's a like it's a food processor well, like I, I just put it on the cutting board to see if it would like yeah it's gonna it. decapitate the rat okay cool decapitate like, the rat change, is the name of the song does it change where it's cutting or does it keep cutting in the same place it keeps but... cutting in the same place okay, cool Eek, how did your unseen servant get in here before us I, I... this isn't mine I don't know who made this Oh, that's spooky then. Um, can I roll Arcana on this? Absolutely, thing? you can. Oh, 15. While it isn't an unseen servant, you feel a sentience about the knife chopping endlessly. Hello? Knife? It but doesn't stop chopping. BT Dub's boat's finally getting back up off the floor at this point. <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. Um, Mr. Knife, dost thou choppeth? Uh, for pleasure or for a uh, purpose? I bet his name's Mac. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the knife does not cease chopping. Hey, man. Mm. It's been knives to meet you. Alita's just Cut looking at all of you. <laughs> you spit on me. <laughs> <laughs> he was really passionate about that joke. <laughs> this guy doesn't seem very sharp if he can't respond to our conversation. So there's nothing else in this room? There's got to be some point to his being here. There's an unlit oven and an unlit stove. Let's poke but him no a little pots. bit more. We might but get no some pots. information. Is there any like thing that looks like it would be a closet where you'd store pots? No, but there is a door to the south and a door to the east wall. Uh, gonna... Has anybody tried to take the knife yet? 
No. Yeah. Uh, I, the concept puts me on edge. I like the idea of... of uh, Killer giving me a stabbing pain in my head. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to rush over to those doors and check to see if either of one, like, basically just has pots on the other side of it. Uh, Which door? Can't. Uh, Going to start with whichever one's closest and then check the one after that. Uh, the one that would be closest to you would be the east door, which opens easily into the first room you guys found yourselves in. All right, I shut the door and go to the next one. And then jumping out of that room is a British man. He's like, don't cut like that. That's the worst cutting form I've ever seen. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay was a brass priest. <laughs> the southern door opens to a winding dark hallway that verges to the left and to the right. Ah, there's, there's no, it's a kitchen, but there's nothing to cook in. Gravy Boat's going to go grab the knife. Roll a dexterity saving throw. Wow. I'd like to open and sniff one of these bottles. Um, in disappointing news, my dexterity saving throw was a six. Cool beans. The knife is going to slash wildly at you and Whoa. catch you across the arm, dealing four damage. Whoa! Oh my. my argument here is that Gravy Boat was addled from his collision with the door. I didn't have a <laughs> chance to think about this very well. But as it... soon as you are as you are disarmed. Your arm is gone. <laughs> as as soon no. as you are no longer a threat to the knife, and you let it go, mm-hmm. um, which you essentially cut yourself because as soon as you grabbed it, the knife starts swinging around with your arm attached to it. Emo um, boat. It's going to go back to chopping on the block. All right, these knives are like the Borg. Once you become a threat to them, that's when they attack <laughs> you. <laughs> Seems like maybe that wasn't such a sharp idea, buddy. Waga waga waga. <laughs> Alita's going to go over to the door that Eek opened the first time and be like, I don't remember this door connecting to the first room. What do you, what do you mean? Well, if you remember, the first room we were in, there was the there, there, there was the door that led us to the room with, I think, all the rats. And then there was that hall, weird hallway thing closet that led to nowhere. Wait, I thought the first room had that weird loopy bit where there was the locked door. That That's literally... what I'm talking about. Okay, yeah. Um, does it did it appear that door maybe came out from where the weird looping door came out? Uh yeah, it basically opens to the back of that loop. Oh, there was a purpose to the loop. I don't remember this being here. I mean, hidden doors in a temple like this, it's not crazy. Alita's gonna go through back to the first room. Eek, if you were you were looking uh, down the hallways, I, I didn't go like down it. I just looked in there. Got it. I'll catch up in a moment. I want to uncork a couple of these bottles. So you pop open one of them and sniff it. Yes. A heavy vinegar-like smell sort of hits you. That might have been wine once. I'm gonna cork it and try the next one. You smell something sweet and flowery. Are you keeping track of the colors of the ones that you're? I mean, because they were multicolored, weren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I've I've only tried my sample size is two right now. Well, I'm just saying it's data to write down. I mean, start chugging them, man. Um, Mix them all I'd, together. I'd like I want <laughs> grass Tom... dragon jungle juice. Yeah, <laughs> I'd like a Tom Collins. <laughs> I'd like to take. Of course you would. I'd like to take just an itty bitty sip of the flowery smelling one. All right. Is this is this perfume or alcohol? Yes. It's perfume. 
It's perfume. Why would you put that in the kitchen? Also, it's mine. Thank you. What is the? Uh, what uh, did you say again? It's a sweet oh. floral smell. Oh, nice. Everybody, all right, sure. Everybody adding lavender to I'm, all their recipes these days. I'm gonna oh. try at least one more bottle. All right. Uh, you pick up an orange bottle filled with a dark red liquid. It smells heady and alcoholic. Big money, big money. Oh big no, money. fireball. Don't cast that. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody sip? It's port. And it's still good? Hey, it's as good as port is, yeah. I got starboard here on the other side. Wow, sound guy looked at me with so much offense. Look, if I'm going to insult one alcohol, I have to insult all alcohols. My own uh, bias is notwithstanding. Uh, Solonar is going to seal it, hold it aloft, and be like, Hey guys, I found booze. <laughs> I found booze in this clearly haunted temple. What a great idea. Wait, it's haunted. <laughs> Give me some of that haunted hooch. <laughs> yeah, buddy, take a hit off the bottle. The paranormal port. Portalgeist. Gravybug uh, takes a hit of the port. And taking it back, Solonar will also take a hit off the port and right. then recork it and put it in his bag. All right. The... Oh, that cork didn't go in clean. No, it went in super easy. Oh, hold on. Let me adjust it. No, it went in fine. <laughs> uh, y'all both take heavy sips of port. Awesome. Ooh, yeah. I want to go back to this. Roll constitution saving throws. What? Nine. Six. All right. You're fine. You're going to have a negative one to your next dexterity check. This, this... And a plus one to your next charisma check. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, sure. I'll allow that. Sweet. There's, this port's hitting me a lot heavier than I thought it would. Maybe your body either... mass is smaller than yeah. boats. And maybe you haven't eaten in a while. That might be some of the problem. I think that's probably it. Let's let's figure out what's going on with this temple and then maybe take a little snack break. So I want to... You're talking like boat? <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when Soldar gets drunk, he just talks like boat. I'm his <laughs> idol. So I want to turn my attention back to this um, this chopping thing. So you said I, I detected a like an awareness there? Uh-huh. Like it's something that has thoughts and feelings? Yep, it has sentience. Like more than my unseen servant would have? Yes. Okay, I'm going to... Or it at the very least exists with a full purpose beyond your unseen servant. When you say full purpose, like it may have been just like solely there to chop stuff or as in like it could be something that would have opinions and feelings and like a life of its own it it's definitely something that has an awareness (laughs) beyond just 19 chop things but you're not entirely sure to what point that manifests all right well i'm gonna cast detect thoughts on this creature does it have an or tell is is this intelligence higher than three yep what's it thinking you hear screaming. You good, bud? Uh, yes. Um, Y'all forget what a den of eldritch horrors I build at all times. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm gonna um, probe deeper, <laughs> kind of refocus, and um, I need to do a wisdom saving throw. It does, or you do? It does. Cool. You uh, uh, you hit yourself on something, Eek? What's up? I've become aware that Eek is being strange and uh, also uh, studying this knife very closely. Um, so I'm going to channel Divinity, detect uh, good and evil. There is no 
good or evil to this consciousness. Oh, good. How about how about undead? Isn't that part of it? Yeah, give me give me a second. There's a well, cut this out. <laughs> yeah, let me just read this while we're doing this. The presence of strong evil registers on your senses like a noxious odor, and powerful good rings like a heavenly music in your ears. As an action, you can open your awareness to detect such forces until the end of your next turn. You know the location of any celestial, fiend, or undead within 60 feet of you that is not behind total cover. You know the type, celestial, fiend, or undead, of any being whose presence you sense, but not its identity. The vampire Count Strahd von Zurvich, for instance. Within the same radius, you also detect the presence of any place or object that has been consecrated or desecrated, as with the hollow spell. You can use this feature a number So, Johannes, as you cast your spell, you notice that there's no evil or benevolent intent towards this entity that's constantly chopping. It's neutral, if anything. It doesn't have any celestial, demonic, or undead leaning. Is there any consecrated or desecrated areas? Well, the knife, it, the area itself seems relatively neutral, though you can tell that the area behind you that you left was consecrated. You can just sort of feel that for the room's kind of small. Oh, well, that seems good. Um, the knife itself was not consecrated, but there is an aura of very deep emotion to it. A kind of homey warmth. Oh, the knife or the whole like the knife, knife. and thing. Okay. Whereas when you dig further into the thoughts of this entity, after you kind of get used to the screaming that surrounds it, <laughs> you know, once you get accustomed to that, you feel a absence of determined purpose. There is this feeling of loss of identity that this knife is suffering. Excuse me, uh, knife, uh, knife presence. Can you hear me? Does is there any kind of change in it? There is no reaction. Okay. There's only one way to cure this afflicted darkness, and it's through song. We all should wrap a verse to this knife beat. Uh. <laughs> or, or, no, you could not. Is the word that you say to start. Gravy, <laughs> Gravy Man puts his hands up to his mouth. He's like. <laughs> this mad rhythm of the knife, it cuts through the depth of night and even though we search for fight we soon find a, a group of rats but what will we do to the rats we'll put them under the knife it's called decapitation homes i spit all over my hands <laughs> <laughs> oh god i need a minute i'm just i'm just picturing gravy boat doing the beatboxing and then, like, Johannes does the, like, pose to finish, and Gravy Boat also poses, and it's like, I spit all over my hands. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the first Gravy Boat shirt. I can, <laughs> I can tell you right now, uh, that level of bard is really starting to It really out, is. Yeah. 
I hate it's, that I gave you two inspiration for that. It's raining cats and dogs over here. Well, mostly cats. I don't have any dog stickers yet. I just have plaid cats. The yeah. day will come. I just, I wanted you guys to have plaid cats. Oh, yes. Uh, did, uh, do I see any reaction uh, in the knife? Believe it or not, he is, somehow, he is somehow immune to your sick beats and tight rhymes. Oh, he's been warded. Craig about like, mode <laughs> is the squad. <laughs> yeah, I end my spell. Where do you guys want to go look next? We could continue down the hallway. Well, Alita went to the first room. Did she close the door? No, the door's still open. Oh, yeah, we probably should follow her. She always wanders off and gets into trouble. She She's still in the room that, like, you guys, the, the door is open. You guys can see her in the next room. We never get into trouble. It's always Alita. Alita, what are you looking for? Troublemaking. Actually, I would argue that of us, Alita has probably gotten in the least trouble. Thank you, Mr. Solinar. She doesn't turn around from the wall she's looking at. Which wall is she looking at? Uh, there... She's looking at the far east wall. Is there anything on the wall? Blood <laughs> dripping down. As she oh, moves God. her hands around the wall, it starts to glow slightly. Red rum? Red rum. No, no, no. It's an alphabet, and there's just little colors that are... Plink, plink, Yeah, plink. all of the um, all the dragons are trapped in the upside down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that makes so much sense. As she's moving her hands around the wall, it begins to glow. You see an elaborate doorway made of light form on the wall where she's sort of touching it. Oh, that's interesting. We should explore this place more. I wonder if there's anything over here. The door opens and Alita kind of turns to you guys like, so should we go through this one or should we go through the other one? This Alita. Well, I mean, I think this one seems more important. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that when uh the dungeon reveals to you a glowing arcane door, like that's that's usually a sign that that's a way you should go. I think it going reacted... through this light door is a bright idea. It reacted to the pendant. Sounds brilliant, boat. Okay, let's uh let's go. It was a flash of brilliance. <laughs> This door's dependent. Can, can I uh, send, in the meantime, while I walk over there, can I just send Squeak down the uh, other door just to check to see if anything's Does Squeak way? have darker hair? Yeah, he's a bat. Oh, so he has echolocation and that's yes. it. He doesn't yeah. see nothing. Yeah, so he can see regularly. I promise, I didn't see so. nothing. So as you, uh, as Squeak weaves through the dark, twisting hallways, he finds a room that is small but unremarkable there's an open archway straight into this room there's no kind of ward or lock or blocking on any of it but there doesn't seem to be anything there no pots pans kettles no sand traps pouring in from the ceiling (laughs) i'd like to check out the floor (laughs) there's you're not there you're not there it's squeak you don't get to see through squeak i want to check out all the floors all the floors forever. <laughs> Give oh, me access oh, to all oh, of your Wait, vision. no, no, wait. Give him a mop. <laughs> I, I don't see anything. So, or squeak on anything. So he comes yeah. back. <laughs> oh, bravo. <laughs> that level in Bard really is paying off. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't make that when we were on the ship. You've really grown. <laughs> but now that squeak's back, I'm just going to have him keep stay out and kind of keep flying with us. As you walk through the door of light, 
you find yourself in a room completely free of dust and sand. Oh, nice. This is my favorite room so far. The floors, the walls, and the ceiling, and the pillars that hold up the ceiling are all of some pure, clear, glittering material that you're not quite sure if it's a stone or a glass or a metal. Your reflections shine at you as you walk through this room. Oh, I love this room. It's lit by some kind of floating fey light that bounces very gently and smoothly along. There is a straight hallway that cuts through the room, leads up to stairs, and a large, empty, crystal pool, devoid of water. Alita's pendant begins to glow in reaction to the room. Hey, Feylight. Thank you for keeping this room so nice. It, one of the lights bounces over to you very slowly and boops you on the nose and oh, floats away. Delightful! Ah. <laughs> all, all right, let's let's check it for magic and traps and trap magic. Solonar's really, got a list at this point. You really think that you're... Solonar unfurls yes, a scroll. Solonar, this room is magic. But is it trap magic? That's the type of magic that comes out of Atlanta. <laughs> Alita's going to start walking forward and up the steps to the pool. So this pool, does it look like it should have water in it? Yes. Johannes, can I can can I see your bottle of water? Oh, yeah. Here it is. Let uh, okay. me just get this cork out. It comes free easily. Oh, it's always nice when it does that. <laughs> oh, wait, there's still some more stuck in the bottom. It looks like the cork kind of just broke in half. Let me just get this bottom No, half. the cork is fine, actually. <laughs> Don't destroy my cork. You're able, you're able to tell <laughs> from your passive perception that the cork is fine. I will never lend you this water bottle again if you destroy this cork. It means more to me than any of your lives. <laughs> <laughs> the cork specifically? Yes. Um, um, guys, guys, put a cork in it. Let's move forward. Uh, Johannes, um... Uh, what should I say to get water out of this? Well, I haven't really figured that out yet. You just kind of say things until it does what you want. Like, uh, give me an example. Uh, um, you, you can say, um, hello, uh, Mr. Water Bottle. I'm thirsty. Okay. Help me out. Hello, Mr. Water Bottle. I'm thirsty. Help me out. It doesn't react. Oh, that's uh, not one of the right ones. Uh, let's see. Um, you can always say, um, uh, biblical flood. That one works. <laughs> mm. Biblical flood. <laughs> no. I feel uh. like I feel like it had something to do with like water fixtures or features or something like that. Oh, say flow. Flow. Did you get good insurance rates? <sighs> no water comes forth from the decanter. Oh. Like, like try like a waterfall. Waterfall. Like, you see water start to come out of the decanter, and then it stops. Form of bucket of water. Uh, uh, bucket of water! It tries to put out water and then stops. I don't think you're saying it confidently enough. I think it must be that cork that's still stuck in there. <laughs> you, 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 Johannes, nope, no cork. Johannes, you try. Oh, okay. Um, Give it back to him. Uh, make it rain. It starts to put forth rain, and then it stops. I think I think it's actually I think it's it's a little shy right now. I think it's having like uh, does any come out Wait. or does it like does, like does it drip at all or is it just like and then it stops? 
it starts to put forth rain and then it stops as if it was coming out of a hose and someone gripped the hose really, really tightly. Stop gripping my hose. Get off my lawn. You damn kids. These kids these days. Acid wash gene. Oh. Hose grippers. Oh, they're always skating by the pool. Guys, I I've heard of this. This is this is a security feature that's on some of the bigger, nicer houses. It's I think it's an anti magic field. They use it to keep wizards from just teleporting into their house and looting them blind. Why would you take their eyes? Why don't we test it for sure? Somebody Be- try to cast a spell. Because their eyes are made of emeralds. Whoa. That's pretty cool. I don't uh, think that's a bad idea, Mr. Here, Eek. Here, let me try this one. Solonar? Solonar points a finger at Boat and tries to cast Message. All right. And he whispers, Hey, Boat. Looking fine, buddy. No message reads, reaches Boat. So you see Solonar point a finger at you, uh-huh. and then under his breath seems to insult you possibly. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you hear, buddy? Uh, not a whole lot. Just uh, saw you do some mumbling and rudely pointing at me. I I don't think it works. You want to try something, Eek? You mean insulting Boat doesn't work? No, I didn't insult Boat. I was trying to send him a message. You well, you sent your message loud and clear. Was, um, oh, pretty um, brutal. Let me um. Let me see. He pulls out his um, bottle like or his that little uh, a teapot. Oh yeah, the the pot of endless tea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he pours some water in it from his water skin. Mm-hmm. Does it boil? No. I think you're right about this uh this an- a- anti magic field. I don't know. I feel like um, we need more. Uh, we need more empirical evidence. Um. I'm going to climb as high as I can and jump. Uh, use Featherfall. <laughs> oh, no. Are you serious? No. <laughs> okay, you're not doing that, right? Well, wait. Actually, now that I've suggested it. No, uh, you know, let's see how if I can climb this thing. It might be difficult. Roll dexterity. Uh, so Probably I'm not 20. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, crit. I'm disappointed All right. as you. <laughs> you're able to essentially... You know that scene in Mulan where she's trying to climb uh-huh. the wooden pole with right. the weights? Right. That's essentially what you're doing with the crystalline pillars. Yeah, I think what I do is I take my hair and I just kind of wrap you it could, around. Can't you just use your cape? Don't you have a cloak or something? Yeah, but I don't tend to that every day uh, to make sure that it has the strength of iron. That is that is true. All right, Rapunzel. Like a Russian river. So you get yourself up to the top of one of the pillars. Right. From your vantage point, you do see uh, two fountains that aren't activated that seem to be centered around the empty pool, um, and also that you're, like, 20 feet in the air. Oh. Hey, uh, there's, some, there's some key things that we might not have seen uh, with, when you know, with you all being short. Uh, there's some fountains over there that seem important. Also, who has Featherfall? I didn't actually realize. I, I know that we actually talked about this earlier when we were trying to shoot the horse off the cliff. <laughs> um. I don't think anybody has Featherfall, bud. Oh, well, this is problematic. We can test this another way, I guess. Uh, Let's see if I can get down. Alita is going to take off her cloak and hand half of it to Boat. (gasps) Cross jump. (laughs) All right. Can I keep this crit 20? I really don't want to roll again. (laughs) (laughs) No. Uh, Boat, you roll. All right. Am I adding any modifiers? Strength. Whew, 21. 
I got a 17 on my... All right. Uh, Johannes is able to jump and land safely into the cloak, <clears throat> which yields to his weight, but stays strong. Okay. Oh! Thank Your you. trust fall succeeded, plus okay. two friendship. I trust you so much more than I did before, which <laughs> seems almost impossible. I'm very trustworthy, he says with a wink. <laughs> In the meantime, I'm going to go over to one of those fountains and examine it. All right. It is the statue of what looks to be a priestess holding a vase of water that she's turned to presumably pour water out. In that vase, does it look like there's a place where water could come from? Yes. Okay. Um, can I see anything that would turn on that water? Roll. <laughs> Perception. You, you see a switch on the ceiling. <laughs> Without invest, uh, it doesn't matter. Right next to the uh, sand. 21. Track. You're able to look around, but you don't see any kind of switch or activation. Okay. Is she... Is, is the statue facing towards the pool? Yes. Both of them are. Well, uh, I'm going to go up and I'm going to see if they rotate. Roll strength. Oh, no. I'm not pushing really hard. Just, you know. Okay. Uh, it doesn't look like they are able to turn. Mm. Single focus. I like it. Well, on to the next room. All right, so as far as this is con this room is concerned, there was the door of light that led you here, and then there's a door immediately to that right on the southern wall. Yes. Like a, a normal door? Well, it's locked. Is it? What kind of material is it made out of? It's made of the same crystalline material as the rest of the room. Ooh, but is it locked now? 18? Yeah, that's able to unlock this, this particular door. Oh yeah. Solanar's back at it, baby. The door opens with a hallway to your left and a door immediately in front of you. The door immediately in front of you is grand and sort of a double door type situation. Uh, the hallway to your left is long. It looks kind of like it goes into darkness that you can't see through. Buddy, you got your groove back. Why don't you go ahead and hit this other door while we're here? I mean, no harm in it. None at all, I'm sure. Is it locked? Yes, it's locked. How about now? 21. It is no longer locked. Changing out my D20 has been all the difference. Oh, it's a good thing you brought those actual small door tools this time instead of just a hammer with a <laughs> screwdriver. <laughs> hey, Solonar is all ready to break into it like a 1980s hatchback and steal it. <laughs> <laughs> The door swings open with a loud, rusty hinge sort of sound, and it opens to a large, grand room. Maybe what was once a feasting hall? Platters and bowls are filled with food long since rotted. <laughs> and on the walls and floor, blood long since dried is splattered. I've never seen Eek become so distraught upon seeing a room. Between the sound and the smell, I don't blame him. There are five doors in this room other than the one you walked through. Other bodies? No. Is there dust? There's dust and I sand. I mean, like, let's say a body dies, it turns into a skeleton, and then the skeleton turns into dust. Are there piles of dust in chairs? There's so much dust and sand that you wouldn't mm -hmm. be sure what was bodies and what wasn't. I like how I described that like a metamorphosis, too. Like, oh, yeah, bodies just turn into skeletons. Mm -hmm. It's natural. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's no longer After like the this pupil crystalline period, the pupa, kind of pupa, magic yeah. no. 
snowball. Okay. That's what the coffin is for. Yeah. I'm going to send Squeak down that hallway to see where it kind of would lead him. So the hallway uh, splits to a turn to the right and going straight on. Which way do you want Eek to go? Straight on. As you go straight on, the hallway begins to turn in sort of a... It, it begins to lead you in sort of a whirl, uh, and that ends in an unlocked door. I'm imagining that old Windows 96 screensaver. That's about right. <laughs> okay. I'm dialing back just a second. I was only half listening. Did y'all just describe coffins as the cocoon in which corpses become skeletons? <laughs> like, yeah. think about how awesome that what metaphor kind of Silence is. of the Lambs nonsense is this. <laughs> oh, just because, look, <laughs> the, I think butterfly and moth transformations upon death is a beautiful little, you know. Okay, right. chill out, Buffalo Bill. Wow. <laughs> oh, I'm not putting lotion on my skin. Neither did Buffalo Bill. Did he not? No, he put the lotion on the women he was going yeah. to turn no, into his face. And nobody's getting the hose again because the right. kids are grabbing your hose. They put the lotion Welcome on. Yeah, yeah but he yeah, those kids keep grabbing the hose. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Quid Pro Roll, Ale- where Alex will reference Silence of the Lambs at least once per episode. <laughs> really? Have we been... I, I've referenced I think, it a couple of times, yeah. I think I think if you're going for once per episode, you're definitely well under quota. I yeah, am, you, so what it means I need to yeah, I need to double Your rations consist of a nice Chianti. <laughs> <laughs> and some suspicious meat that you feed to a child on an airplane. Oh, no. Wait, does that happen? Yeah. Gosh, I haven't seen that movie in a long time. <laughs> well, there's that, and then there's Hannibal, and then there's Red Dragon. Anyway, the next boat quote T-shirt is going to be "Coffins are the cocoons." It's not going to be hashtag boat quote because hashtag boat quote is my vote. <laughs> hashtag boat quote my vote. Yes, but for real, guys, get out and vote. All right, so oh, you missed it. Voting was today. <laughs> so uh, Squeak comes to a closed door that is unlocked, but his tiny little bat feet can't open it. Um. Whereas, while that's happening, you all are standing in what looked to be the feasting hall. There are three doors on the southern wall, one in the center, one on the left, one on the right. There is a door on the east hall, and then there's another door, other than the one that you came through, on the north wall. I'm just opening doors. I'm just running and opening them. I call Squeak back to me. All right, Squeak is going to take a minute to come back to you. because Every door that's unlocked that I can open, I just open it and go... Whoa! <laughs> You're able to open the other door on the north hall and the door on the east hall. Whoa! What do I see through the door on the east hall? The floor appears as nothingness. It's just a big black void, and there are sandy platforms by the doors. I think it's stared back at me. There are sandy platforms on the doors to the north, the northeast, the east, the southeast, and the south. There are sandy platforms by all those doors, but otherwise, the entire floor is gone. It's so just, just a black void. So when I look in there, I see platforms in front of those doors, but that's it. Yes. Okay. Um, otherwise, it looks like you'll just fall to your death. Is it a, yeah. It's a platformer. I'd like to take some out. Like, is there any sand or, or anything, like, around me? <laughs> sure, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I'm just going to throw it out there and see what happens. As you do so, uh, you find a bridge that goes thinly across the room and connects to each of the doors. I'll take the leap of faith. 
or just walk across the sand-covered bridge. Yeah, yeah but found. he wants it to look more epic. Hey, guys, uh, we, we all should probably come take a look at this. I've found an invisible bridge that leads to a bunch of other doors. It looks like space down here if you don't walk on the right spot, so you might just want to be careful. Give me a sec. I want to scope out this blood situation. <laughs> okay. I mean, I've just been waiting to interject. It's been so long. Investigation? Four. Oh, sorry. Six. But oh, still not good. It look, It sure does look like old blood. Definitely old blood. No question. What was this about? Sand? Platforms? What? The boat's going to just start walking. Squeak returns to you, Eek. I follow okay. very closely the boat, not quite uh, sure what's mm -hmm. going on, but so, trusting in our friendship now that we have plus two points in it. Yeah. So what door do you want to go through? First of all, how wide is the invisible bridge? Maybe like two and a half, three feet. All right. If I feel it, what does it feel like? Glass. Okay. Does it feel sturdy? Like it doesn't feel like it's straining under my weight or anything? You don't hear it strain, and you're not really able to tell from the tension if it's strained. Yeah, I'm going to walk uh, very, very carefully along it, and I'm going to go to the first door that I can get to from there. The first door is going to be the one to the far left on the north e in the northwest of the room. It is unlocked and leads to a hallway. Can I see anything in the hallway if I look You through? can see that it turns sharply to the right. Okay. All right. I'm going to stop here and just, like... Hey, uh, next up, uh, walk down through here and maybe go to the next door, and let's all see what's through these other doors before we make a decision of what we're going to do. I feel like I've played this game before. Well, I mean, just we'll let me know. play it again. <laughs> if you have, please tell us which way to go. I'm lost. My understanding is that if we're offered five doors and we go to choose one, and then they remove one of the doors from the list of choices, we're supposed to change our choice regardless, because it raises our odds of winning. We'll wait for Monty Hall to show up <laughs> and see what he thinks of our silly costumes. <laughs> Alita kind of looks down at her clothes and looks back up at Boat. What silly costumes? Uh, have you not seen me? I'm fabulous right now. Boat's, boat's going for big money, no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. <laughs> Alita's uh, going to sigh and, like, shuffle some sand on the platform and on the bridge and begin walking toward another one of the doors. If she falls through the abyss to her death, it'll be worth it at this point. Okay. Solonar will follow suit to another one of the doors. Same with Eek. All right. The one that Eek is going to open is going to be the first one on the far east. It opens to a hallway that diverges sharply to the left and to the right. Solonar is going to come um, to an unlocked door that opens to a hallway that turns sharply to the right. I'm just going to step in here real quick, check this out. And Solonar walks up to the turn just to, like, look down the hall. As you look down the hallway, there is nothing there but a slumped over figure pressed against the wall. You've been listening to Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. That's a spooky cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. Get this AC on right now. That's a spooky cliffhanger. <laughs>